Welcome to Sergey Ross Podcast. You are here because we want to help you learn how high achievers become successful and expose you to ideas and strategies that can help you get what you want in life and execute on it. Knowledge is not power unless you you unless it is acted on. My guest today comes from the world of soccer where he got promoted to a technical director and head coach at a youth soccer academy, Sporting FC, where he does whatever it takes to get kids to perform at the highest level possible and develop their mental toughness. His name is Sam Amoko. Sam, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. It's a pleasure for me to be here today. So the first question I wanted to ask you, we've got this great conversation on the phone about coaching a couple of months ago and where I got to learn a little bit about your journey. So tell us a little bit about your background and where you come from. Right, so I'm from Ghana. I came to Canada to study public admin and justice studies at York University. That's my undergrad. I always liked soccer. And uh, for my parents, it was always focus on the books and nothing else. Uh, but I met a man who introduced me to some other guy who ended up becoming my mentor. And the idea was just to volunteer and help him out. And yeah, we ended up here eight years later. Yeah, well, it's, that's awesome. And, and you uh, recently got promoted as a head coach. And I remember we had this conversation and you told me it was a, it was a big step up. It was not yeah. very, it was not going smoothly. So tell me, talk me through your transition. What was going through your mind? How was it for you? Well, it's it was it was uh, very uh, surprising, nerve-wracking, um, scary to think for your mentor to tell you you're going to be replacing him. It's not something that normally just happens, right? Mm. And it's you can't say you prepared for it, but you never prepared for it because it's always bigger than what you actually see it is. Uh, first couple of months, very nervous and still the same but you try to do the best that you can you put in a position where people believe in you and that's why you're there because if they didn't believe in you you wouldn't be here hmm. so then you know what you're doing you just have to believe in your guts and just do what you have to do mm-hmm. what was the biggest uh, shift for you was it responsibility or or things that you had to learn when you were stepping into the role oh I would say it was responsibility and knowing that I went from just worrying about practice and just a bunch of kids to worrying about the day-to-day activity of the whole club. Right? And it's, that's a big shift and it's something mm-hmm. that you, you got to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. How, did you, um, how did you deal with that? Did you like, ask an advice from, from, uh, from the mentors that you had or what sort of things you had to go through? I, I did. I always talk to my mentor. Uh, he's always been a great help. He's still a great help. Uh, luckily for me, I had a wonderful team behind my back with the coaches, with uh, the, man- uh, the managers, administrators, the president. Everybody was very supportive, the kids, the parents. So it made it very easy, mm. you know, getting this done. Right, right. So how can someone p- perform in a high-pressure situation when they are uncertain of the outcome? What would, be, what would you recommend them doing if, you know, they are not sure what they... They have, what what they what was what's the outcome? It's a, it's a highly stressful situation. What would they can do? What maybe the questions they can ask themselves or any actions they can take? For me, it's simple. Just breathe and do what you have to do. Ask yourself, 
whatever you're gonna do, how is this gonna affect you and what are you trying to get done in the next five days, in the next year, in the next five years, in the next 30 years. And if you're looking at making sure, okay, we're trying to grow this and we need this to be done by the end of the week. Is this gonna set me back three days or is this gonna push me forward by a day? Mm. And if you feel this is the best way forward, go for it. Don't doubt yourself. What's the worst that can happen? Start mm. all over again. Right, right. So Just don't do be it. don't be afraid to fail. Don't uh, be afraid to fail. I don't I don't believe in failure. I believe in learning how to, to make not to make the same mistake. Mm. Right. It's only a mistake if you learn from it. Because if you keep repeating the same thing over and over again, it's not a mistake. You just enjoy doing it. But if you do something that doesn't work out and you realize why it didn't work out, because you know what the angle is supposed to be like, you know you're never doing that again. Mm. It forces you to try something new, and there you have your solutions. So recognize what you're getting, change your approach yes. if you have to. Yes. Got it. Okay. So how do you put kids on the path to becoming uh, this world-known athletes? I've seen that you had this uh, this group of kids from 2000, that, um, I think about four months, that was their last play. What was the change that you've seen and how do you develop them to be really good and just lay out this fundamental base for them to for their future career? So for us, it's they're more than athletes. It's more than the sports. This is bigger than football, soccer. This is more about life. It's more about developing these kids to be men of the society, right? And these are kids that are gonna be future leaders and it's developing the human first before an athlete. If a kid with discipline and a kid with good values, it's always going to be somebody for us who's gonna help everybody else than a kid just who just wanna play soccer. Hmm. Not saying there's not anything wrong with playing soccer, but then we believe in kids with values more than anything else. You could get injured right. any any day. What happens after that? Right. You're still gonna grow up to yeah. become a man of the society. What kind of man are we producing? What kind of men are we producing? Uh, our theme here is educating um, for life through competitive sports. Mm. And that's how we want the kids to see it. You can lose a game. You can tie a game, you can win the game. When we lose a game, we're not the worst in the world. And the same way when we win the game, we're not the best in the world. Mm. Stay humble and just keep working. What do you do with kids who are having some challenges or maybe they're not quite have the right values? How can you help them develop uh, their, their, their baseline? Well, you have to be the example, right? Mm -hmm. And thankfully, everybody, all the coaches here understand and buy into that philosophy. And if the kid is seeing that, hey, this is, a, this is what my coaches are doing, they can be doing something different. Right. It's mm -hmm. like tucking in your shirt. If I'm telling a kid to tuck in his shirt and I'm not tucking in my shirt, mm -hmm. he's going to look at me and ask, why aren't you tucking your shirt and you telling me to tuck in your mm -hmm. shirt? Because if I'm just forcing to do it, that's abuse of power. Right. But I have to show him why and explain to him why he needs to do this. And he's going to buy into it. Mm. So it's, it's always about um, leading by example right. and also showing. Mm -hmm. And how do you um, ensure control? And because I've uh, I've read about um, not only from like business coaches, but also like athletes, uh, the coaches who work with athletes, is that they a lot of them maintain this authority and that control to never let somebody think that a person or an or a star is more important than the team. How do you maintain that control and 
in with 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 your with your kids. Well, for the kids, you have to let them realize that first and foremost, you're here to help them. You're here to help them grow, and when they realize that he you're here for them, they'll do everything you want for you. Because then they buy into whatever I would say you're selling, but whatever mm. you're trying to um, teach them. But then if you set an example of making a kid think he's better than everybody here, you're definitely going to lose right. lose right. the control. And it's it's not about having power or like just being controlling. It's letting the kids understand, or letting everybody, even the parents, understand the reason why we're here. Again, as I say, we're not here to win championships or anything. Mm-hmm. We're here to grow people. And by growing people, everybody knows, okay, if I'm here to help my kid, their kid to become the best they can be, the kids are going to do whatever, the parents are going to do whatever, uh, or allow us to do whatever we want us to do. If right. the parents understand, the kids understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I coach us here, want me to be the best they can be, they'll do whatever they want you, you want them to do. Because the human value mm. of stuff, right? So. Totally, totally. So, as uh, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. How do you leverage your dream to help you show up consistently regardless how you feel? You got to realize, I think we were talking about this earlier. Yes, yes, and it's, yes. you, you have a dream and you want to achieve that dream no matter what it takes. Mm. All right. Uh, it's up to you. If and people say this a lot, if your dreams don't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. If you have the power and you believe you can make things happen, you have to do it. You also have to understand that it's not going to happen in a day. It's going to take time. Mm-hmm. So you have to, even if you don't feel like it, you have to realize that whatever you do today is going to help in the long run. Mm-hmm. So if you don't do anything today, you're just setting yourself back. And once you understand that you do have a dream, you have something, you have a date for this to be completed and you're working towards it, no matter what you do, even just you, you go to work at it for like just five minutes a whole day, that is five minutes more than you would have done if you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You just have to push yourself. The drive right. has to come from within, it can't come from outside. I've also heard that, uh, and it, I find it helps, is sometimes not to not being too caught up on the big picture or not, or how far you have to go, but look at it. What can I? What is this, this single thing I can do that will help me get there? Do one step at a time, yeah. and then you, when you do it at one hundred twenty percent, that really helps you so much to go forward because people underestimate so much what they can do in the long term as you said yes. and i've noticed it myself like i I'm, I'm watching somebody who has this business or who has this phenomenal website or they understand a certain topic and i'm like oh my god like i'm so far behind but you find start you start taking actions and you're like wow i can do this now and yes. then i can you can find somebody else who can help you yeah. and then the magic happens and it's hard it, it's hard to believe but it's totally doable so i find this like brick by brick approach yep. works yep. so well yep it does it really does i mean every little thing counts all right and i've always believed in that approach of so no matter what every little thing i'm doing is going to count for something if I'm not doing anything, nothing's gonna happen. Mm. So, yeah. Totally. I know you follow uh, Alex Ferguson a lot. So, 
what lessons and by the way i downloaded one of his articles today and it was brilliant it was on hbr and talked a lot about his approach his coaching so i saved it because i want to reread it again good man it's <laughs> what lessons have you taken from him and applied in your career the two things that i like to highlight about salix uh fa- fantastic man mm. honesty and being able to adapt I uh, always be honest and be straightforward because keeping up with the lies right right a lot of work be honest be straightforward everything's clear clear conscience also being able to adapt right um, he went through he coached at Aberdeen in Scotland moved to Manchester United stayed at United for over 26 years and to be able to have a winning team for that long it wouldn't be possible doing the same thing he did in the 80s mm. in the late uh, 2000s right so being able to adapt to situations and time changes is like one of the greatest things you can ever do what kept him at united for so long what was the things that he was doing to keep that peak performance for, for so long oh he had the drive uh, it's something you can't question he always mm. had a drive but then it goes back to being able to adapt because you always had him changing after a couple of years revamping the squad Rebumping, mm-hmm. you know, and those he was working with, his assistants and everybody, because he had to bring in new energy, new blood that understood or, or worked well with it uh, times, right? Mm-hmm. So you couldn't have the same, if he had the same mindset of saying, okay, I did this back in the 80s, this worked really well, I'm going to do this in 99 or 2000, mm-hmm. it's never, it's never going to yeah. be possible. Yeah. So being able to adapt, being able to like, uh, see what is happening and then just envision yourself doing it it's it's almost reminds me of tiger woods and when he changed his swing and like you never change your swing when you're best in the world and the reason for tiger was he was interested in not being the best in the world but the best who ever lived and i'm like wow this was this is the drive and i'll give an example uh in 2013 2013 Bayern Munich from germany just won the european treble or they won the countries like League Cup, they won the, um, the league and they won the European Champions League and from they've been trying to win it for so long where they lost a couple of four, three finals in like four years I believe and to win it, everything and then they get rid of the coach who won everything and they brought in a new coach mm. Pep Guardiola who's like one of the best in the world still totally different style just shows how much they really want to stay on top right so they had somebody who won everything and they also brought in somebody who believed in his style so much and he's proven to win numerous times mm-hmm. like, to convince them to say, hey, yes, you won everything, but I'm going to show you another way to make things happen. And that's like one, one example. Right. I mean, you can't stay focused on, okay, I just, I did this last year already, so I'm going to follow it at the same time. Like, change with the times, let's get better. Always get better. Mm, always change and adapt. Yeah. Uh, a player's success is more down to to choice than a chance. And I love this phrase. Who to listen to, what to eat, when to train, what to do extra. A series of small daily choices that make a big difference over time. How have you applied it in your journey? And how do you communicate it for for the kids, uh, the ones that you coach? Uh, so I think a week ago, I was talking to the youth of teens and talking about how you always got to be prepared, All right? I know this is what I have to do. This is my job. This is my life. If I come to practice not prepared, it's going to be a mess. 
maybe I can't fake it and these kids will not see it, but eventually they're gonna catch on to it. Right. So if they see me always, I'm always on time, I'm always looking the parts, I'm always doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and it's working, they're also gonna be doing the same thing. Right. And when they see it, because they, they learn a lot from what they see. Mm. So if they see us doing it, they're always gonna be doing it. We don't even have to say to them, but because they see it, they're always gonna try and do it. Mm. And that's how it keeps on going. Yeah, I find also that all this um, uh, cumulative success comes with all the small little things that yes. we do daily, like decision not to wake up on time or not to follow through or not to yep. make a phone call. It all compounds and then the day goes out of, out of the door. And it's done and you can't get the day back. Yeah. Right. And that's the worst thing you can lose is time. Mm. Right? So you got to make every second count. Always remember a second or a minute that passes is something you're never going to get back. So you got to make it the best possible if you can because that could be your last and somebody could be looking at them saying hey how best can I do with my time I was always uh, fascinated by people who went through near death experience because they are so much more ambitious they are so much more driven most of them at least and it's because they seen this like how fragile life is that it can be taken away and they yep. went immediately super high level what's really important Yes. You're taking every, all the clutter away and then they value all this. They to truly understand the value because they were, they were given the preview in a way. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and for me, I haven't had any uh, near-death experiences, but then I had an experience here that changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, back in June 2012, we had a player who passed away, 15 oh. years old. And that made, it put a lot of things into perspective. As we play it, it's a sport, but he died doing what he loved most, right? And then I asked myself, am I happy with what I'm doing? If I'm to leave right now, it's, am I happy with what I've accomplished, mm. right? And at that time, it was like, I can do more. I can live my dream. Why would I let anything stop me? Right. right? So that, it was a very sad moment, but it, it told me a lot of things and changed my perspective on life a lot. Mm. That's how I see things now. Yeah, I find it. Um, these experiences, they they really are a catalyst of a powerful reframe that you yeah. have in life. Like, oh, like I have to go after yeah. this harder, or I have to maybe change things if 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 somebody's not on the right path. Yeah. It really helps them to realize, and that's one of the reasons I really like this Steve Jobs exercise in the morning, asking yourself if it was your if it was my last day. Or if I would die tomorrow, would I be still doing the same thing? And yep. it just keeps you that sanity yep. of like, I'm going to watch Instagram and Netflix all day or <laughs> I'm going to do something important. That's true. So what is your definition of work ethic? I'm just curious if you have any, any maybe certain perspective on that. Well, uh, waking up to do what you have to do. All right. That's... Not lazy about having yeah. to drive, yeah. even when you don't want to do it. Right. Oh, it's cold outside. It's too hot outside. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. no. I have a headache. I can't find one of my shoes. I can't find the socks. Get up, just do it. Yeah. All right. It's again the little things that counts. All right. So if I'm slacking off, waking up because I know I have stuff to do, and I'm trying to enjoy my bed for like five more minutes. That is, it's not helping anybody in any way. It's not helping myself. Mm. All right. But Time's up, I wake up, okay, I'm good to go. We have to do this. That is a good work ethic. Going above and beyond what you do. Mm. What is your long-term vision for yourself? 
That's, that's a big question. Uh, <laughs> growing up, uh, when I was seven years old, I told myself I was going to open a soccer academy in Ghana for the less fortunate. And that is something that I plan on doing. Uh, ideally, that's like the overall goal to have my own soccer academy back home. But also, I need to educate myself and be the best that I can be in a professional chosen. Right. Um, that's that's yeah. That's very uh, impressive, and uh, I'm sure you'll. Uh, that's going to be uh, really important, especially long term and for 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 your country. The last question is: What legacy would you like to leave in the world? I want to be able to say I uh, help impact people, help people grow, help people to become better versions of themselves. It's just a happy man. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, totally. Always. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think purpose is so important and especially long term, it always keeps you on track. Well, it is. yeah. Well, Sam, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Uh, Getting, having you here on the podcast and uh, likewise yeah. likewise thank you for having me it's, it's it's been a pleasure it's also very enlightening uh, so you, you always talk to people but then sometimes it makes you think about yourself a little bit more because sometimes you get lost in what you're doing that you forget everything else yeah totally and I find that this is one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on the podcast that we had this conversation I it instantly clicked I just felt like oh you have such a similar thoughts and a similar mindset I'm like wow I want to talk to you more and get you on the show definitely it's, it's been a pleasure thank you thank, thank you thanks so much